Welcome to Building an Eternal Business with Kristen Vance. As a Christian, a wife and mother, a creative entrepreneur, and a top leader of a million-dollar team, Kristen Vance sets out to successfully merge Christian faith with building a lasting business. Join her as she dives deep into leadership, team growth, sales techniques, and foundations of the Christian faith meant to change our mindset from the here and now to an eternal perspective. Let's jump right in with your host, Kristen Vance. Hey y'all, I hope you're having a beautiful day. I'm really excited about this training today because I actually just delivered a very similar training to a team just now on live and I thought, you know what, I'm going to hop on over to my podcast. I'm going to record this because I really do think it is beneficial for you guys to hear and for me to share. So I'm going to take a pause on the series that we're doing on creative marketing and I'll bring that to you after this episode. But today I want to talk about the evolution of sales particularly my personal evolution of sales and how I got to being a top seller and selling big numbers each month. And then also get into a topic that is probably foreign to most of you. It may seem a little old school, but I'm gonna tell you why I feel like it's beneficial and the steps to it. But that is the power of a sales call. Now, most of you are like, yep, clicking off this episode. Ain't doing that. Listen, I hear you. I'm not a phone person. I want you to just text me, message me. Let's get her done. Even my best friend can tell you this. She she can vouch that I am a terrible phone caller. But in this case, it is very beneficial. So let's first talk about the evolution of sales for just a second. When I started in this industry six years ago, I literally had no clue what I was doing. (laughs) I wanted to sell a couple hundred dollars a month. I honestly wanted an awesome discount on some makeup products that I was loving. So I joined, no clue what to do, had about 400 friends on Facebook. Honestly, I avoided direct sales for the longest time. I'm not a direct person. I hate sales. So you put direct sales together and I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. But (laughs) I jumped in anyways, like most of us, most of us skeptics, we end up jumping in. And I found that it was actually a lot easier than I ever anticipated and not easy in the sense that it just comes to you. You have to work for it, but easy in the sense that it was less about me persuading somebody and convincing them to buy a product. And it was more about me just sharing what I liked and what I was using, and then people would ask me questions. So when I started in this industry, you know, I started like most, just kind of posting every now and then, and then I jumped into parties. And I would do about one in-person party a month, and then I would do about three online parties. I don't really do parties anymore, but I still am a firm believer in them. Um, This industry is not a one-size-fits-all, so something that may work for one may not work for you and vice versa. But parties is how I started in my first three months. So I basically would hop on live videos and little group parties and showcase products and talk about the opportunity. I would do the same thing in person. And my sales were anywhere from, I would say, on average, about $800 a month to about $1,500 a month. So, I mean, I clearly was having pretty good success with these parties. But if you know me, I'm an overachiever. I am an all or nothing person, and I'm very competitive with myself. I'm not competitive with others, but with myself, very much so. So I was like, okay, well, how do I get to having more sales above 1500. So I kind of evolved from posting to parties and then I got into live videos. Now this was in like 2017, 2018 when live videos 
were kind of a big hit. Uh, not everybody was doing them just yet, so they were still kind of just this unique um, foreign thing to a lot of people that they loved watching videos. And so I was doing live videos daily. And this really built my following. And I believe why this increased my sales because it took me from just posting to actually making connections with people. They got to see my face. They got to see my little one r running around behind the scenes. They got to get to know me in a whole new way, see my personality, hear my voice. It's so much different than just text writing. So my sales began to increase, and I would say I was selling anywhere from about three to 6K a month. And then live videos really took off. The algorithm really favored live videos and mine began to really take off and I would sell probably above 10,000 every month. Again, I wanna preface this by saying I was extremely consistent. Like I went live almost every day, if not sometimes twice a day, and that was key. That may not be doable for you. In fact, I was a single mom at the time and this was my full-time career. I was not doing anything else. I stayed home with my sweet baby and so I was able to do this. So I do want to preface with that because a lot of times we can fall into the comparison game that maybe you're feeling like you're not doing enough and you are absolutely doing enough, especially in your specific circumstance. So again, just kind of want to preface with that. So I began to do these live videos and would bring in all sorts of new customers, people that I had never met. Now, I stumbled across sales calls kind of by accident. I had a couple mature ladies, my kind of in my older customer group, that one did not want to put her credit card information in online, and so she wanted to hop on the phone with me, and then the other person really just could not quite figure out the website. So she was like, can we get on the phone? Can you help me place my order? I was like, absolutely. So I hopped on the phone with them and long behold, I was blown away because these were two of my largest sales I had ever made. And I got to thinking about it and I was like, wow, <laughs> maybe there's something to this because had these women just gone to my website, I think they both originally just wanted some foundation. Had they both gone to my website, they probably would have just clicked the foundation, maybe added on one other product, they would have checked out and carried on. But because I was able to have this conversation with them, ask questions, get to know what they were looking for, tell them about different things, they ended up being two of my biggest orders. If I remember correctly, because again, this was years ago. If I remember correctly, they were both over $300 or $300 orders. And one, I believe was like an $800 order. Um, eventually my largest sales I ever sell I ever made from a customer was a $1,500 order. And that came from a sales call. Again, I don't think that $1,500 order would have happened had that lady just gone to my website to figure it out by herself. So let me talk about the benefit of sales calls. There are four. The first one is personal connection. The minute you pick up that phone and you say hello, or they say hello, you are establishing a connection that you just can't quite make online. How many of you have ever watched somebody online or on TV or in a movie and then you've seen them in person and you're like, oh my goodness, they are real. I can touch them, I can hear them. They're not just on a screen. This is how sales calls work. They establish that personal connection because they hear your voice and they're like, wow, I'm actually talking to this individual. I don't care if you have one follower or 100 followers. It makes you real. 
So this is a time for you to really just connect with them. Now we're going to get into this here in just a second because you want to be careful because these calls can get lengthy. So I'm going to give you a tip for that here in just a moment. But personal connection is the first benefit. The second benefit is the upsell, which I've already kind of touched on. Again, you're able to talk about products that they may have not known what it was had they been scrolling on your website. But because you got to talk about it, talk about what it can do for them, it's now in their cart. Also, the third benefit is there typically is no follow-up when it comes to the sale. Now, of course, you need to follow up to see how they're loving their products once they purchase and things like that. But typically, you will land the sale right then and there. And I'll talk about that too here in just a second. And then you're going to have a lifelong customer because when you have established this connection and they feel like they know you and they get to know you and they get to know your family and your story and they get to hear your voice, typically they stick with you and they are some of your most loyal customers. So those are some of the benefits of a sales call. Now let's talk about the steps. So I'm marketing on Facebook or Instagram and somebody messages me and says, hey, I'm interested in trying some foundation. I'm just gonna use that as an example. Insert whatever product it is that you are selling. I'm interested in the foundation. Can you help me? Now, you first have to use... (laughs) some common sense and some discernment. Is this a person who's gonna wanna get on the phone? If they are 20 years old, they are probably not gonna wanna get on the phone with you. Now they may, but you may start to get the indication in the field that they don't wanna get on the phone with you and that's okay. Everything I'm gonna share with you, the steps to these sales calls, you can absolutely do in Messenger as well. But get a feel for if they're the type that's going to want to be on the phone. Typically, my older age range of customers would love to get on the phone. They absolutely love that. So I'll say, hey, awesome. I'm so excited to help you find some products. Do you have a minute to chat on the phone? Now, they'll either say, yeah, absolutely. Here's my number. You can call them. Or they'll say, well, I would love to, but I'm at work right now. Can we do this evening? Absolutely. Let's do seven o'clock. You pencil them in, you get them on your calendar, and then eventually you get on the phone. You may have people who you kind of get the runaround and you can tell that they don't want to get on the phone. Say, hey, no big deal. Let me just chat with you here in Messenger. I'll send you some voice memos and we're going to help get you situated with products. So let's fast forward. Let's say you get them on the phone, okay? And they're there for foundation. And let's just call her Susie, okay? I'm going to say, hey, Susie, how are you? I'm so excited to talk to you and connect with you and get you some products. I've got about 10 to 15 minutes because I know your time is precious and I want to value that. So we will get straight to it. Why do I say that? because sales calls could end up being two hours for you if you don't. Your time is precious, their time is precious. And so you need to preface with a time so that they know and you've kind of communicated that up front. So, hey Susie, I've got about 10 to 15 minutes and I'm excited to help you with your product selection. That's not to say you can't ask them anything or any personal questions, but make sure you're leading that conversation and kind of rein it back in. So, hey Susie, how are the grandbabies? Let her tell you about the grandbabies for a little bit, right? Again, doing that may seem like it takes more time, but they're gonna be lifelong customers and you've built that connection and honestly, you have probably just made Susie's day because nobody has asked her how she was doing today. 
day. So find that balance of that personal connection, but also honoring your time and their time. So start with why they called. Don't jump into other products. Start with why they called. Okay. So you were wanting a foundation. What made you want to try a new foundation? The key to coaching calls, you guys, or sorry, not coaching calls, sales calls. The key to sales calls is to ask questions. You are doing a lot less talking and a lot more listening. Ask questions. Figure out what problem they need solved. And just by asking, what made you want to try a foundation? What made you want to try this health and wellness product? What made you want to try this skincare? What made you want to try this new scent? Whatever it is. Typically, their answer is going to key you into a lot. So let's say Susie goes, well, I've been using this foundation that really just kind of looks cakey. It gives me full coverage, but I feel like it really dries out my skin. Okay, so you're looking for a foundation that's more hydrating, correct? And that's still going to give you the full coverage. Yes. Okay, great. So I would highly recommend this particular foundation. It's hydrating. It's got hyaluronic acid in it. So it's an anti-aging foundation. It's going to keep your skin hydrated and you're actually going to get this free product with it. If you've got any kind of special running, this is where you're going to tell them about this special. Then I'm going to ask Susie, so do you have a good primer or setting spray that you use, something that's going to help your foundation go on smooth, but then also keep it on all day? If Susie says yes, she does, do not try to upsell her on yours, okay? You're not trying to upsell based off of pressure or something they don't want, only if it's something that's going to truly help them. That is key. People will see right through it if you're just trying to sell them 50 different products. But let's say she says, no, I don't. Well, do you like a more dewy or matte finish? I like a more dewy finish. Okay, great. So what I would recommend is our illuminating primer. That's going to go on first. That's going to help the foundation to glide on smoother. It's going to give you a hydrating look. And then if you would like, I can add in the four in one hydrating mist. This is going to keep your makeup on for up to 12 hours. And as I am on a sales call, you guys, now I don't know every company's different and, and your tools and resources, but if you have the ability to build a cart for somebody, do that as you're talking. If you don't make a list of the products, but you're writing down or you are adding these products to the cart. So then I'd say, okay, I'm going to add these products to your cart. So do you have a good tool to a apply your foundation with. Yes, I actually have this brush. Do you think it would work? She's going to tell me about her brush. And if I truly think it works with the foundation, I'm going to say, absolutely. Give that a try. If for some reason that brush is just not working with the foundation, let me know and I can give you a recommendation in the future. Or she'll say, no, I don't have a good brush. Okay. So I highly recommend this brush. I'm going to add it to your cart for you. And we just began to have conversation. There's no script, you guys. You're just asking questions, trying to help solve a problem and give them the best solution that you absolutely can. So then when it is over, their cart is built, I always offer to place it for them, place the order for them. Because right then and there, we've already been on the phone. It's already ready to go. 98% of the time they say, yes, go ahead and place the order. And typically I do it for them. Now I've already built this trust. I've already been talking to them on the phone. They've been watching me consistently on social media for a while. Most people have been comfortable giving me that information. If they're not, this is where you then say, hey, I've built you a cart. I will send it to you. You can place the order. I can stay on the phone in case you have any questions. 
Maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they say, actually, I've got to wait till payday. Payday is on Friday. Hey, no worries. So what I'll do is I'll make a note to follow back up with you Friday just to make sure I'm by my phone in case you have any questions. Now this makes the follow-up process less awkward. You don't have to say, hey, it's payday. Were you going to place that order? (laughs) Right? Like you've already communicated that you're going to follow up and make sure they don't need anything. So in this call, you are trying to establish when this sale is going to be placed because a lot of times once somebody gets their product selection, if too much time goes by, they will not place that order. So try to establish either placing it that night, whether it's you waiting on the phone while they do it, you doing it for them, or figure out when they want to do it and make yourself available. And then whatever you're selling, you guys, if there is an opportunity involved with your company, you may not be in direct sales. You may just be selling a product or a service. That's fine. So this is specific to if you're in direct sales and you have an awesome opportunity, if they've got 20 bajillion items in their cart, you may want to say, hey, I don't know if this interests you, But we do also have the opportunity, you can get all of this in your starter pack or add on any products that don't come in it for 35% off. And if you want to make this a business opportunity, you can make 25 to 40% commission. You can always throw out that opportunity there. Again, don't make this awkward pitch, but just give them that option. They'll either say, hey, nope, I'm not interested. Just want to want to try the products. Great. You have a customer. They may say, hey, I'm going to try the products. I, I'll think about it. Great. Now you know that maybe they're slightly interested. They may say, hey, actually, yes, I'm interested. And tell me more about it. You have that conversation. Hey, I'm interested. I just don't know that I'd be good at sales. Guess what? You can have that conversation right then and there. So at least you know if it's something that they're interested in. And here's the thing. If they're not, maybe they never join. And that's fine. It's not all about that, right? Again, you're there to solve their problem. You're not there to just grow numbers and grow your team. If you're leading with that, you're always going to be unsatisfied and people will see right through that. So put them at the forefront. What do they really need? What are they going to benefit from the most? But nonetheless, if they're using their products, if they're like, you know what, I just want to be a customer, you never know which one of those who will be using their products one day who thinks about that opportunity that you kind of planted that seed, so to speak, and thinks about it and goes, you know what, I could really use this, or I didn't need this opportunity then, but my family could really use this financial opportunity now. And they may join with you. Again, though, that is not the intent of your sales call, but I never think it hurts to throw out that option so that they know it's there. Sometimes for us, we think it's common sense that people know they can join, but maybe they've never even thought about that. So that is kind of the steps to my sales call. Start with why they call, ask questions, build their cart as you're talking, add the add the products to the cart as you guys are talking, always offer to place the order. And here's the thing, my sales went from about 10,000 a month to after doing these sales calls about 20,000 a month. And I promise you, I'm nobody special. Just like I walked you through these calls, that's exactly what the calls are. It's nothing, I don't have some magic script or magic formula, it's just talking to people, figuring out a problem that they're having and not selling them a product, but selling them the solution to that problem. So I'd love to hear, share this podcast episode, and I'd love to hear 
if you're going to start implementing sales calls in your business. And again, I want to say this, I am not a phone person. I really am not. I do not like getting on the phone, but I have seen huge benefits in this for my business, but not even just that, but for other people and just making their day, establishing lifelong customers and connections. And I promise you it's worth it. So give it a try. This industry is not a one size fits all may work for some. You may not find that it works for you, but you're never going to know unless you try. So I hope you found today's podcast episode helpful and useful. If you did, I would love for you to share this in your stories on Facebook or Instagram. Feel free to tag me fancyvance89 on Instagram and let me know if you have any questions. And as always, if you love this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe. You guys have a very blessed day.